hello, and thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me again. This is uh, episode 13, so we're going to hit our mid-season episode. Lucky, lucky. Yeah, man. So for everybody who's been keeping up with us, we really appreciate you. And uh, hopefully you, you've seen you. some progress. And uh, we have a lot of things planned, you know. We're going to wrap up this season. I got some new things coming for you guys uh, we're working on. So, yeah, keep with us. And uh, I hope you guys continue to enjoy. Surprises, so let's start out. Surprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just, I got to I got to titillate them a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep them on yeah. the hook. But uh, I, I'll, I'll elaborate you. on that more as they become more concrete. That's for sure. But I just want to let everyone know that we are working on things to to keep you guys entertained while we try to be a little bit informative as well so yeah let's start out like we do with uh what i have been watching so i did catch uh most of harriet Ooh, which i've heard mixed things about that what you what you was thinking what you think okay so i want to just tie this into my oscar discussion because that's they're, they're very much tied in i did smash my um my oscar pool that Caroline at Carolina's job, she was like, "Yo, check out this Oscar <laughs> pool. You'll make some picks." Now, mind you, I, I obviously have my own personal feelings about all these movies, but um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm able to to disassociate from my own preferences enough to actually pick what I thought. And yeah, we won because <laughs> your boy can read. Yeah, people. we won. <laughs> nah, but um, okay, that's good. That's what's up. So I I, I want to start. I want to preface this by saying congratulations to Miss um, Rebo. She did, you know, I, I, I never want to tear down a black woman's uh, uh, achievements. And she did a great performance. And I congratulate her on her um, Oscar. But hey. um, with that being said, Harriet um, very much uh, has uh, an issue that is very popular in American cinema when it attempts to um, display historic images of African-American history. And that is that it is you actually depict it as it happened. It's an indictment onto white culture. And so there's always some degree of whitewashing. And I believe this is why they choose maybe actresses that don't come from the heritage that's being depicted because then they won't have that visceral reaction to the depiction that somebody who grew up or who might have relatives who told them about what actually happened in those times with stories that have been passed down through generations um when they see these depictions yeah because there was a whitewashing in that movie that happened also in a previous um nat turner movie that came out um i'm not sure if it was the birth of a nation one but there was a couple of them that came out at the same time and remember there was just this this prevailing idea that the white savior was going to come and 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 make things better and get and get rid of all of the white devils and that's just not what happened and i feel like in this documentary i'm a little bit hesitant to to say that it was a documentary it was it was biopic for sure but it did not really depict a lot of the horrors of of what what harriet tubman went through and so to that end 
it was too entertaining. That's the problem. <laughs> if you're entertained by these stories, then the story has not done its job. This is not entertaining stuff. And and I think and it's a, and it's a very American problem. And I hate to just say it's an American problem, but they make entertainment out of everything, whether it's their news, their politics, their history, and it's just not meant to be entertaining when you're talking about history that a has, has so much suffering involved with it and b still has no reparations. <laughs> Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. if there if there has been some real substantive reparations towards what was done in that time, then maybe you know we can get to the place where you can make entertainment of it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sure that um, look, Jojo, Jojo Rabbit is a a a, a fictional story and it's very creatively and well done about a little boy who imagine who has an imaginary friend who's Hitler, and yeah. The reason why a predominantly Jewish Oscar committee would choose something like that is because they have been able to get over that transgression in history. They have been they've had reparations. They've been given a state. They've been given America. I mean, it's I mean, I'm sorry that was that was a little <laughs> bit underhanded, but. <laughs> it, 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 that 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 was a joke, people. So I don't want to get called out as an anti-Semite. But they're, they're, Jewish people have had um, reparations paid to them, so it is a little bit more understanding as to how they can be accepting of a comedic representation of something that they very much um, suffered through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There is no such reciprocal on the African American end. They have continuously <laughs> lived in a in a bastardized version of the American dream that's been showed to them. And it, I, and so I don't like representations. And so Cynthia Rebo, congratulations. I think that I'm very happy for you and your accolades, but the movie, in my opinion, was not very good. Not that it wasn't well acted and shot. It wasn't a good depiction of what it was trying to show. That's sort of what I heard um, from what little I heard about it as well. It was pretty much the same thing. I, I don't want to savage that anymore, but I'm glad. Have congratulations <laughs> to the people who won. Um, I had a feeling the one that I really like, kind of like, really meta thought about was the um, the sound engineering one, uh, mm-hmm. Ford versus Ferrari, Ford <laughs> versus Ferrari won that. And I, and just I watching you, that's hard as hell. Yeah. watching how difficult it is when you're doing sound editing on a voice. I was thinking about multiple cars moving yeah. the acoustics in a. I was like, yo. Having to blame that must oh be ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. It's like it's like on the level of when you see a, a graphic artist like make a city. And yeah. It's like all it's like, that's the level of sound design that they were Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that one I, I like. Because kinda, the thing you have to remember about that, it's not recorded with the sound. No. You have to match I mean? that shit. Yep. And that, all that shit is done in post. Yeah, and you can, and sometimes you have to build the sounds, like you have to make the sound that's yeah. not in the shot. Like you have no, yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, congratulations to all the Oscar winners and so forth. One day the Oscars might be representative of actual entertainment, but whatever. I want to send out the condolences to the uh, families of the people who were killed in Thailand. There was a, a mass killing out there, which is is sad because they have a very low rate of things like that, especially gun murder. Yeah. Like that shit must have been traumatic for them. So just want to send out some condolences for um to them before i move on too far and last um episode i did mention um there was a there's a um trading block 
outside of the U.S. and NATO called uh, the BRICS nations. And I said that the B in it was Britain, but the B in BRICS is for Brazil. So I just wanted uh-huh. to correct that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, on into some entertainment news, I just wanted to, to big up Snoop Dogg. Because trust me, I am definitely one to fly off in an impassioned rage. Don't even get it twisted. <laughs> no, not you. And, and, and I am absolutely not above calling people all mannerisms of names because they're words you know what i mean and and that's funny and and if you put that much stock in my words then you haven't known me for very long (laughs) so uh, for that matter i i I try my best to control those kind of things but i can understand when somebody can't and so i just wanted to big up snoop dogg because his point was correct i agree with his point but you don't have to call a grown woman out of her name like that. And what happened now? Oh no, because um, I think Snoop Dogg called Gail King a dog-haired bitch or something. <laughs> I, I something of that nature. But it was it was pretty savage. It was pretty savage. It, from what I understand, it was bad enough for his Woo. mother to call him up and be like, "You better apologize to that God woman." Damn. Yeah. So I just wanted to big up Snoop Dogg for being the bigger man on that, Woo. and um. DL Hughley had a good take on it because I was like I was listening to him and it, it, he they were making really good points. Is, is the, like yes, you can be upset, yes, you can be impassioned, but no, you probably shouldn't speak to people like that. Yeah, that's yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, you can't, you, you're too old for that. At the end of the day, you're too old for that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, sometimes I think people are a little bit too um too sensitive about stuff like that. Because I was watching um I was, well not, yeah I actually was watching on YouTube um, People's Party podcast and they were um Talib was talking with Michael Rappaport. Yeah, and Michael Rappaport is an ally, as far as I know. His public image, his private life, he's always shown everything he's ever shown me that I've been able to see over the years, and I've watched this man since higher learning days, to now he's been an ally. Yeah, it seems And evidently cool. he had a run-in with an African-American woman in which she was she was snapping on him. Yeah. And now you know Michael Rappaport has a has a very sharp tongue. Absolutely. That's and so he made a reference to her ashy ankles. And boy, man, black people were offended. <laughs> and I was, oh, I think you saw the episode with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I was, and I was, I was just like, man, come on. I get it. Okay, I get it. There are times when people should apologize, like when Snoop did, flew off the handle. I understand that. Yeah. Um, but come on, man, making fun of a bitch's ashy ankles. No, I shouldn't use the word bitch. I, I thought bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I was with Mike on that. I felt yeah. like, like Talib, and then they attacked him, and they yeah. went above and beyond. And I was like, Nah, I was man, like, Nah, bro. Like, Ashy Angle, I, I, I get it. You find that offensive. You made the 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 correlation to racism, but quite honestly, I feel like ashiness is a thing that can happen to anybody who doesn't moisturize their skin well enough you know what i mean so to go ahead and attack him for that on the basis of racism it just seemed a little crazy for me so i was with him i was like i if that was me i wouldn't have apologized in his defense she just prior to that called him fat and ugly so she's gonna make and she also physical white as well yeah, and and it's like, yo, if you're gonna comment, because if we're gonna just gonna if we're gonna just just make fun of each other in general about about random shit, okay. But if you brought it to something physical as a man, it in in not just in today's climate, but it never was correct 
for men to objectify women's looks like that. Like making a woman self-conscious about her looks seems to be extra damaging. You know, women respond very, very negatively to to having their self-image attacked. And so I get it. As a man, you should never fucking do that. And and it, it shows lonely. But if someone establishes that as the rules of engagement, then cool. Let's do that. Yeah. From my understanding, like they were snapping on each other. And if you're yeah. snapping on each other, you're snapping on each other. You know what I mean? Like, like it seems kind of weird to me that two people are snapping on each other and all, all of a sudden one person starts crying. And then yeah. blows it up. I'm out never of a fan like, of that. Especially when you were you started it. Come I was on, never son. allowed to do that as a kid. Come on, you, son. you start crying? Oh no, no, Come no, on, no, no. <laughs> Over Ashley Echoes, that's not even like a high you know insult. I mean? You know what I mean? That's not even like a you know what I mean? Like you said, attacking self-image. It's not like he said anything about your nose. He didn't say nothing about your face. And from what he was saying, it was factually accurate that her ankles yeah, were ashy. Now, it, it is hard to tell sometimes <laughs> if, he's just, if he's just joking or if he's being real. But, but that's with the funny. amount of times he reiterated it, I'm inclined to believe that, you know what I mean, he really felt that she had ashy ankles. But whatever, I don't know. I thought that whole thing was petty. Like, really, ashy ankles? You're crying over that? Like, come on, son. There's 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 real insults in the world like what Snoop Dogg said to that lady. Yeah. To get a so back to the to, to 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 the original topic. Yeah, you know. And so I wanted to big up Snoop for just being a grown man. Like it doesn't hurt to say I'm sorry. Like it's so crazy like when I see people who like look like they are physically having a constraint in their brain <laughs> that does not allow them to apologize. Like I'm like Yo, you, you're dead wrong. You've acknowledged you're wrong. But at no point do you feel like maybe you should just apologize. And and it, it, that, that's the part that blows my mind. And it's like, thank you, Snoop, for being a decent fucking example to people. It's you know like, what I mean? Yeah. You could be fun and ratchet and you could be a grown man. Like, that salute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And salute to D-Wade for, for navigating some real complex, nuanced um, issues with his son or his child. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that his um, his child wants to tra- identity transition to a d- un- to another gender, mm-hmm. and so he's he you know they're doing it very publicly and 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 kudos like my man is is very open and understanding and it, it is a hard thing because the identity transition I can understand it's it's when it gets into the biological transition that I'm like yo. You're fucking with your body. You're taking your life into your own hands. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that shit's wild. Like I don't trust modern medicine enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? To yeah. to have it try to transform my body into what my mind wants it to be. Like I I couldn't do that. But um yeah, they seem to be handling it very well. So I just want to also if we're if we're sending out big ups for people who are being mature and grown about their life situations. Um. But yeah, you know, it was funny because I was, you know, listening to DL and, and, you know, he went on his little rant about people who who are saying that they don't want to vote if their their candidate, had, you know, isn't chosen. And in, in, an, in an ideal world, I would absolutely understand where he's coming from. You can't just you can't just throw your hands up and walk away from the process because the person you wanted didn't get nominated. But that's not what we're dealing with, and that's extremely dismissive. 
and it is indicative of of an ideology in America that that is I think harmful because your vote doesn't fucking matter. Because let me explain something to you about electoral politics. The black and Hispanic vote is so minuscule in turnout typically that the reason why someone like Donald Trump can get elected in is because the electorate that actually votes is like 70 some odd, almost 80% white. That's just American demographics, okay? They only pander to the margins. Now, who's in the margins voting? Yo, black people only make up of like maybe 5% to 10% on a good turnout of the electorate. That's pretty low. Well, we're only that's that's representative of our population. We're 12% of the population in America. So they, they, they don't when people say, "Oh, we need the black vote." It's because the rest of America split down the fucking middle. And that 1 to 2% of black vote that you can get can actually win you an election. And they're only doing it because they don't need to, the vast majority of us. They just need to trick enough of us to get us to vote to where they can start to sway the elections into the, the way that they want. Yeah. Which is why Biden skips Nevada and goes straight to fucking South Carolina. Because he knows that in, in, an, in, an, in a straight-up foot race with Donald Trump, they're both fucking slow as hell. They're 50-50. <laughs> the, the country split between them 50-50. You know what I mean? And that's just how America is. It's always been that way. And the only reason why they pander to the minority vote is is to try to sway what little bit they can turn out. And they never actually want to do anything for us. So to keep encouraging people to take part in that system is is disingenuous. You know what I mean? Vote yep. on your local level. Absolutely. I'm saying I'm not telling you don't vote for your 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 local comptroller. Or your 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 local ombudsman, or your fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Vote for that. Go vote for for you know, or or City go 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 volunteer like your time in a public arena that actually is worth your fucking time. But if they're gonna steal the vote from the person who clearly the people are fucking voting for, no, I'm not gonna go fucking vote for the person who cheated their way into the nomination. No, <laughs> I survived four fucking years of Trump. I'll survive the next four fucking years of Trump. I don't care how bad it gets. I'm not gonna fucking keep playing their bullshit game. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. And I'm not gonna let you fucking talk down to me because I'm tired of playing a bullshit game. No, nah, nah, B. You go do that with your time. I'm not telling you what to do with your time. What I'm saying is that I'm not going to do that with my fucking time. Because I've actually gone out and run polling stations and taken my time out. You know what I mean? I've clerked yeah, at a fucking polling station with and, and explained to people and had to fucking have a whole neighborhood polling station reorganized because the people set it up correct, incorrectly. I know I've done that. I get it, DL. We tried. But it ain't for us. Let them fight it out. We didn't make the problem. <laughs> Black people didn't vote in the people who fucked up the country. It was mostly white people. So let them fix the fucking problem. And when they fix the fucking problem, then I'll engage with them. And the people who are trying to fix the problem, like Bernie Sanders, if they're going to fucking rob them, no. I'm not going to go fucking play ball. I'm not playing ball with Klobuchar and Buttigieg. That's I'm not. Funny. I'm not. Period. And I shouldn't, and don't, and it's a very thought out position of somebody who fucking took the time to be his public servant and who's been on all sides of it, who's been in civil disobedience. You know what I mean? Like, come on, B. Like, 
I get it. But you can't disparage people for seeing bullshit and not wanting to play with it. So if you want to vote, please don't let me stop you from voting. But if you're done with that shit, I can understand. And if you're fucking putting your hopes into someone like Bernie Sanders and they rob him, I'm not going to tell you, oh, well, yeah, you know, fall behind. Because who are you going to fall behind? <laughs> Biden? He's, he's just de- like, who are you? Democrat are you, Trump. You, That's are you all kidding he is. me? Nah, nigga, let him burn this shit down. I'm done. I'm not going to fucking keep playing that game. Let him burn that down because you know what? I believe that the rest of the country is robust enough that when the government's done fucking fomenting and doing whatever the fuck it does, the rest of us will still be here fucking recording podcasts and talking shit. <laughs> so True. let's just uh, let's just not. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> let's not <laughs> keep encouraging people to live in the kayfabe environment. The kayfabe environment. The kayfabe is the the idea that you can in, you can um, interact with fictitious environments like they're real, like in wrestling, like how the people in the crowd at wrestling know that they're not really wrestling. They're doing very physically taxing things, but they're not really fighting each other. But at the same token, they engage with them like the the heel is really a bad guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they and, and people engage with their politics the same way. And I'm not going to do that. I don't watch wrestling. I've, I haven't watched wrestling since I was like 14. You know what I mean? Like I, I very quickly realized that it's a fruitless endeavor. Shout out to the Attitude Era. Yeah, you know. And and, and once again, I have a lot of friends who are very avid res, uh, watchers of wrestling, and so I'm not trying to hate on that. All I'm saying is, is that I just don't. I don't want to, my politics to represent that as well. Sorry, that little rant. I, it, it just hearing people so faithfully support the system that it is literally designed to disenfranchise them. And that's the funny part is that they will recognize that that system is designed to disenfranchise them, but they keep on encouraging you to no, no, let them fix the problem when white people get their shit together. Cause that's the thing is that the same shit that fucks us up, the same shit, they do it to themselves. They do it to poor white people, too. They do it to us disproportionately more, yes. But they do it to poor white people, too. So eventually, they'll do it to enough poor white people to where it'll matter. Just like fucking opioids. Drugs will crack. All these things weren't a problem until poor white kids started dying. And then rich white kids started dying. And then they did something about it. So the same way, once the electoral politics at hand fails, poor white kids and rich white kids... They'll do something about it. They'll have no choice at that point. Say lobby. That's how, you know, no one likes to do anything till the last minute. So, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, with that being said, we, we can move on into some more uh, politics news because it's been pretty, pretty busy lately. Um, the New Hampshire primary came by and went. Bernie Sanders won. And then and then look at PBS. Check out the hey. check out check out the, the reporting. Yo, man, you're Michelle Sindor, man. She is a a poor understudy or follow up to um to Gwen Ifo, man, because the reporting she does just is so bad and and it's it's so biased. Like, I don't know. She doesn't she doesn't know how to deliver in an unbiased way. Like clearly yeah. PBS is a is a very is it's a mainstream news source. Mm-hmm. And so it's gonna represent a lot of corporate interests because they they're ones who pay pay into the public broadcast um station's budget. But like Gwen Eiffel was just so classy about how she gave Yamish is over here reporting 
that Bernie Sanders nearly won New Hampshire. <laughs> now, mind you, he won the popular vote in New Hampshire. He won the delegates in New Hampshire. And yet they reported as he nearly won in New Hampshire. You can almost say Verbatim, that. Verbatim. That was the word she used. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Nearly won. You could almost say that Gwen towers over her. <laughs> That's a terrible play. Terrible. But no, it, it, it was it was it was just a terrible showing of, of just uh, I'm not sure if you call it yellow journalism. It's just bad reporting, you know, and I don't know. They're fighting so fervently against Bernie Sanders. It's like, yo, you're like a little kid at the dock, like the the the, the uh, corporate interests that are fighting against Bernie are like a kid at the doctor who knows he needs to get the shot, but is fighting it. He will not let the doctor give him the fucking shot, even though it's going to take but one second and just be a little prick. And so he fights and fights and fights. And it's like, come on, man. You guys have have sickened and corrupted the system so deeply. Bernie's just here to kind of put some some reform, inject it with a little bit of, of medicine, and they will not let it happen. Because as revolutionary as they say that Bernie is, it's not really that fucking revolutionary. You, you, it, it's it, the healthcare industry, the, the the insurance industry, which is the biggest thing that he would shake up, hasn't been around forever. This is not like a long-standing American institution. Okay, yeah. we could do without the insurance companies. It'll be all right. No, man. You got to look at it like this is their death throes. You know what I mean? When you corner an animal, that's when it's the most aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. So that's really, that's what we're in. That's what people got to realize. Anyone who takes this voting thing seriously, you got to understand, or this politics thing seriously, you have to understand right now that these guys have been eating a free lunch off of America for the last 20, 25 years. And Bernie has been saying for like over 40 years, yo, we need to get them to stop taking our free lunch. Finally, people are starting to listen to him, so they're panicking. You know what I mean? They're going because it, it was a paper. Them. It was a paper tiger the whole time. They were. It was not a very robust scam. The scam was very thin. Yeah. And and but and you know, over the that's the the danger of what Mitch McConnell is doing is because. Mitch McConnell is taking the court so that they can patch legislation to make the scam permanent. Yeah. Because it's way harder to remove legislation than it is to make it. Because once you put it in there, people start latching onto it who are making money on on it. And they will fight you tooth and nail to not lose that cash cow. Exactly. Man, let me tell you, fucking Mitch and there you, you know my new name for them are? They're pa- they're patriots without pride. <laughs> Those men have no pride. They're they're patriots. I believe that they honestly think that they're doing something in the best interest of America. But the problem is that the America that they that they're talking about doesn't exist. Nah, man. Those guys have sold off their all of their values, patriot patriotism, pride, all. But of then that. again, you think he's a Chinese plant too because his wife? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, they're all Chinese. Yo, yo, Bloomberg. Yo, what Here's is? Here's the thing. Yo. Here's the thing. These guys have so much money; they don't need to have allegiance to any country. My, they could just my move question to is, is what's the new name of the country going to be? That's Little funny. China. Like, what, what, you think they're going to give us a derogatory name? When they, oh, when they finally buy us out, are you, are you thinking they're going to give America a derogatory name just to shame them for for having been dickheads for the past, you know, like sixty years? Like, yeah, yeah, y'all niggas, you 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 know, we could have been like a unipolar world 
where we had multiple regional powers that you know had spheres of influences and you know just general generally governed their own geopolitics but no you guys had to fucking globalize take your military and stomp on everyone's neck so now we had to fucking take over your country. I'm pretty sure that's what China, that's what those, those, that BRICS trading block is, is trying to do. It's trying to, to get America to just be its own ge geopolitical region so that they can exploit their resources and then they can trade their exploited resources. But as long as America has their military everywhere, sticking their dick in everyone's mud, nobody could really, you know, control their own area. They've had an aggressive pre presence everywhere, so it makes people, you know, a bit more reluctant. But that's what I say, and, and that's one thing I always say, like about in conflicts in America, always boil over because nobody ever stops to 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 say, hey, you know what? This is getting to the point where a lot of people are dying, like the opioid crisis, or I mean, even. And, and I'll always mention the crack epidemic with the opioid crisis because that was the precursor. They should have known what was happening signs are all the same you know what i mean yeah <clears throat> when 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 were the 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 uh the pharmaceutical companies gonna stop and say yo thousands of kids have died like a lot like thousands 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 of people's children have died that's what i'm saying the fact that it's even that 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 their rubric of thinking doesn't include that is crazy. It's it, it, it's hugely problematic, and 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 that is the problem that the, the fact that they have no ability to self govern or limit themselves is why the, they have to to be to be controlled by an outside force. Absolutely, because if we, you know America really could just really like do our thing on our side, like you know work for positive relations with mexico and canada really try to help you know develop south america so that to stem the tide of migration you know we really could just like stop doing because but we won't we won't it'll never happen because greed is good remember and and and, I, and not to say that I, I that's a certain doctrine that i just described that um I don't actually agree with where America can be the stewards of the Western Hemisphere and then, you know, the UK or whatever superpower is the steward of the Eastern Hemisphere and, you know, geopolitical powers like that. Like, I'm not saying that, but if America wants to be an entity, then we really should think of trying to create more beneficial relations with our direct partners and less about trying to extend our political and and technological and military presence around the world it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense unless you work for the military companies that are making money off of that and and then why and then and why the average american is like that's anathema to them they cannot admit the utter corruption that the military has or the military establishment at least because the men of the military the, the the recruits the people who actually do the fighting they're obviously not part of this chain of command that's making these these decisions and so the average american just will not accept that that chain of command is corrupted and not doing things in their best interest and they're putting their kids at danger while they do it 
It's a, it's a serious abdication of the responsibility of every parent who has a child who goes away in the military that doesn't stop and say, no, 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 no. You, you will not go bomb fucking Iran and go blow up their, their generals abroad and instigate fucking fights with them. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you fucking do that, not only will we fucking get you out of office, but we will actually put you into the Hague and have them prosecute you for war crimes because that's what that is. You know what I mean? Until because these gold star families, all these military families, they're the ones. These are the people, the 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 the, the muscle that Donald Trump says has his back in the public. You know what I mean? These are the people who who he's talking about who are supposedly his supporters. And and if they're not, then hey, it society has relegated we've given them a lot of social uh, uh equity people in the military and military families so it's incumbent on them to fucking take the responsibility given to them with all of that social equity to do the right thing and not fucking support shitheads even when they're part of their party even when they 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 get to 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 be, to be president and then they ask you to do illegal things it's incumbent on them to actually step up. You know what I mean? Because the average citizen obviously is not capable. Some of the, well, and the few that do get fired. You're fired. You're fired. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a real, it, it's created a really shitty social situation in this country. Um, but yeah, I don't even, I don't even remember how I got onto that part, but um, yeah, your boy Trump got, got his boy Roger Stone out. Hey man, when you buy the DOJ, you can do whatever Yo, you want. And then they're sitting there showing clips of like, no, no, Trump's learned his lesson. He would never influence uh, something that that's, that's not that appropriate. That's that shit we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, dude. And, then, and, then, and I'm just like, why do you believe these lying sacks of shit? Better yet, did you hear that he's bringing back um, uh, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh... Former press like Spicy. He's bringing back Spicy oh, Spicer? and somebody else. Yeah, Big Baby Spice? Yeah. Both Spicy and somebody else that got fired are both coming back. So I was like, you silly ass bitches that let this nigga come on your show on his little fucking uh, uh, reputation revival tour a couple months ago. And this fuck nigga just goes right back to what he was doing. That's exactly what we're talking about, that kayfabe shit. This yeah. entire thing is like a, a season of wrestling. It's crazy. Like, as I said, I could totally understand why you don't support a Democrat, but I don't know how you could support Trump. That shit is crazy. That's just wild. And and honestly, like, I, I don't know many reasons outside of the racism. Because the thing is, is like, okay, anybody who keeps like, oh, the economy's doing great. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. The stock market is not a representation of how well you are doing. An economy is meant to distribute resources inside of a society or a group of people. Our economy is extracting resources from one sector and depositing it in another sector, and it's just sitting there. That's not a functioning economy. So why do you support Trump? Like, no, I, I really want someone to to give me a good reason and and. The one doesn't exist. I don't. Yeah, believe. no. You're you're only gonna get cult answers. Yeah, That's it. like the nigga got eighty six percent of the vote in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, y'all do know that are are Americans that stupid that they don't realize that elections are close because that's how a functioning democracy 
actually works when you start getting in those 86 percent margins either a one campaign made a major mistake and you can track as to how they lost a large portion of their support or b there's some kind of massive fraud going on and he is committing fraud by lying to the people that's like if i lie to you to get your vote that is fraudulent According to the That's latest, not you being uh, stupid. You're not stupid for voting for me. I'm fraudulent for lying to you. According to Mr. <laughs> Dershowitz. If yeah. I'm doing it in the intent to become president, Story. and I think that's in the best interest of the uh, uh, country, that's not illegal. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to send a salute to Mr. Andrew Yang. He he uh, exited the race, but. I highly believe that he's working with someone. And the only person who I think that he's palatable to work with is Bernie. And boy, my dream ticket, that Sanders Yang ticket, if yeah. that happens, but even if he just gets a spot in the administration, even if it's not a VP spot, I would love to see Andrew Yang work with Bernie Sanders. Boy, would I, I could see a ton of good coming from that. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like that'll bring about some decent amount of change. That mm-hmm. the uh, some new blood, some new ideas, because these people are just content on recycling the same. That's a crap. perfect mix of old and new, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and uh, because Andrew Yang always said that he was going to go to the end. He was going. He wanted to see. He wanted to do whatever he could to get his policies enacted. And so, yes, the ethical thing to do is not to take more um, donations when you know you're not gonna gonna um, be able to to compete in the race. That's the ethical thing to do. And so, I believe that that's why he was compelled to drop out. But I do believe that he did so, knowing that he would still be able to come through on his promise of following this through to the end by by putting a strong endorsement in for another candidate. Now. I'm not following him to 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 another candidate other than Sanders. That's for sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not looking at a burnt like a Warren Yang ticket or something. No. <laughs> Man, I don't trust. I'm definitely voting for says. for Booty Judge or, or Klobuchar. I'm just not voting for them. I'm not voting for them. Pete, Pete Booty Judge is is a consummate liar. Okay. Corporate. He plan. is he is anathema to African Americans. He was talking to Charlemagne. At a at a at a caucus, I believe not a caucus. I, I'm sorry. At a at a convention in New Hampshire, and he's talking about dark money, and he and he has the Freudian slip of calling it black money, talking about you know we don't take black money, and I'm like, <laughs> you you don't get black money. Ain't nobody giving you no money, you motherfucker. Mean a, Freud, a Freudian slip, bro. I, I, it wasn't about. It was something in reference to dark money, and he he he. Slipped in black money instead. We don't and then like had the nerve to try to explain what dark here. money was. Like he wasn't talking to a bunch of politically savvy people at a fucking political <laughs> convention. Just like the amount of condescension from this douchebag. I'm just like, no, Pete. No, I can smell you, bro. I can smell the bullshit this far, yo. And so, nah. No go on the mayor, Pete. Amy Klobuchar is equally disingenuous. She has over-prosecuted African-Americans in her district. Un- unremorsefully. And let me tell you, the fake placement of black people in those two campaigns 
They always have a fake. You want to have a black person in your campaign? Do what Bernie Sanders did and have Brianna uh, Joy Gray and Nina San, uh, Nina Turner and fucking Michael Render as the forefronts of your campaign. Put yeah. them in the front of your campaign, not yeah. standing behind you behind the fucking podium. You fucking dinks! Like, come on, man. Dude, are you think we're stupid? You think black people don't get the trope of black people standing behind white people? We get that. That's why Bernie Sanders doesn't stand in front of black people. He puts black people in front of him because guess what? He understands that they're the representatives. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they believe in his ideas, then let them represent him. Like um, a Bernie Killer Mike Yang, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. What? Bro. Yo, that, Yo. that shit would shut down whatever venue Bro. they were in. At the Staples Center? Any venue. It doesn't even matter, bro. Yo, that would be seats. hot. That would be hot. Man, you hear this shit about um. So they were doing a research on student loan debt, uh, student loan debt, and they came. There was a, a lot of irregularities coming up, um, and so they noticed that very similar loan applications were coming back with jacked up um, interest rates um, when they were being submitted, and the student was going to HBCUs. So then they had somebody That's fill out funny. a bunch of applications for loans, all of the same exact information, just changing the colleges and the loans going to colleges um, to like Ivy League colleges actually had lower interest rates than the loans going to HBCUs. That's so they've funny. been purposely making it hard. And this is what I mean. It's stacked against black people at every fucking turn. <laughs> you want to be successful. You want to build your community. You want to go to a college that you feel will give you the best of, uh, chance at doing that. Cool. You got to pray more to do that, though. Oh, you already have trouble making money. Oh, you already make like 80 cents to the dollar of a white person. That's okay. Let's get another 10% of that dollar out of you. <laughs> like, they're fucking that. savages, bro. Yeah, they're savages. Ridiculous. And then they want to, look at how many of you fail. <laughs> like, yo, like the gaslighting is epic, bro. The gaslighting is super epic. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's, it's just another way that these, this shit is um, stacked against us and why. If you're a black person, you want to go with Bernie Sanders because he'll get rid of all of that fucking student loan debt, make the the, the colleges uh, tuition free, so that guess what? They can't jack up the loan on you. Yeah, I believe the children are our future, man. Not yeah, your education. You don't have to believe it; it's the truth. <laughs> it's like the it is definitively like that's how it you know you know passing on your genes work you know they like i don't know yeah. why people don't see that like they they do so much disenfranchise the children and it's like yo you do know you're just making it impossible for this this world to exist in the way that it is in the future oh shit oprah's spiritual healer just got sentenced for sex crimes bruh bruh bro what is a spiritual healer exactly a con artist is that another yes. word for con artist because she also fucked with bikram so like her. remember bikram the dude yeah, who was doing the, the yoga the and diddling mad, the girls mad sexual assault, uh, bro. assault charges against them yo i'm pretty sure oprah is part of this whole shit i'm i bet you she got ties to epstein I mean, I'm just theorizing right now. I'm just saying some wild left. The only reason shit. why I wouldn't say that is because I feel like she I know that's a hell of allegation. Most, that's a that's a really big she'd allegation. She'd be the most anti pedo person ever. Well, in theory, she should be. But that would be that's the perfect guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Hide it in plain sight. Listen, I just call it like I see it. I don't always see it clearly. 
but I do always call it like I see it. <laughs> but yeah, oh man. And then you got all these billionaires in the run right now. So the only people that actually talk about reparations are the two billionaires, Tom Steyer and Bloomberg. Bloomberg, Bloomberg, you want to hear the wild shit Bloomberg said the other day? I'm pretty, I, I gotta, I gotta look up the outlet again, but, but it was reported that Bloomberg said that he'd be willing to put 60 billion on reparations. I don't believe you. If you're, if you're talking about, let's get past the whole stop and frisk thing, you ain't gonna Bro, put no money on reparations. That's such a wild lie. Like, For I'm me. like, yo, gee, are you kidding me? But I'm pretty sure like, Okay. Remember last week I was talking about the um the Electric Dreams episode called Autofac where yes. the, the 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 AI factory started manufacturing the consumers to consume its goods. Yeah, with Janelle Monet. Yeah, what if yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a second. Um what if what if that's an allegory? China is trying to stabilize America so that it can control its consumer base because it's really hard to control America with all of the racial tension going on with, you know, pockets of gangs. Because the thing is, is that these alternative social structures that the public likes to call gangs, which are just support structures for people who have been neglected by society, they actually are fucking huge pockets of money. And so what China needs to do is to get these social tensions homogenized so that they can evenly distribute the money throughout America so then they can have all of their consumer base at a relatively equal level. Then they can just start pumping shit into our society. And as long as the consumer base, 300 million people who have the money to spend and the culture that has taught them to consume like fucking viruses, China would produce so much and just keep funneling it into society. So I wouldn't doubt that China would give Bloomberg $60 billion if they thought that it would help race relations in America because that would make black people easier to sell to. The only reason why I would say no is that I'm I can't wilding see, right now. I know that's conspiracy theory. Like I can't right see there. Bloomberg willing to help black people, even if it would turn out to help. But I him think in that I, no, I don't think that Blue, it's not for Bloomberg. But I, I think understand that even if it Chinese would turn out Jewish. to help him in the end, I still don't think he would go for it. I, I don't think that he. You think he hates black people like that? I just think he's a. I don't know. He could hate black people. The things he said would definitely yes. make you feel that like, way. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a. I, I feel like there's a difference between like passive racism, racism and active racism. To me, there's a much difference between someone like crossing the street to getting away from you and someone making laws specifically to target you. Those are two wildly different levels of racism to me. So you, that seems. Well, like, I mean, really and truly, he was just he was just a really good partitioner, pra- practitioner of institutional racism like stop and frisk is just like that is like the pinnacle i wouldn't say the pinnacle but it's one of those really well-tuned institutional (laughs) racist uh uh elements yeah you know what i mean and and really that's the thing is like when when the racism is so ingrained into the system and into the ideology and into the thought pattern it, it doesn't have to be part of the person 
I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to. I, I hard know to what put... you're saying, but it's like, I don't know. I, I still don't think these guys are that. Maybe they are that disassociated from people in general, but I, oh, I think they are. I mean, he's got 60 Billy, bro. I feel like, you. He, but... he never has to speak to a person that he doesn't actively want to. Like, it's like every person in his, like, you have to go out in public and you'll see people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes someone might say something to you. He doesn't even live on that kind of like normal level. You know what I mean? Like, that's a really disassociated way to live. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm not that, trying to shoot him no bail or that nothing. That in turn makes it much easier to reinforce all your shitty ideas about these people. And, and so that's, and so with that, with him being that vapid, with him, with the only substance to him coming from his ability to accumulate and hoard money. If China is like, yo, yo, we're going to funnel the 60 billion through you. You will get, I, I, I'm sure that, I mean, come on, 60 billion. Yo, they'll, China will give him another 60 billion. Like here, take this 60 billion, give it to the black people. Then we got this other 60 billion to double your net wealth just for doing our bidding because we're going to make 60 trillion. You know what I mean? They're just upping up the letters on them. You know what I mean? It, it's ridiculous. Like, and, and they throw around money like that because they are the central bank. The government and the central bank are one in China. If the government wants to open up a market in another foreign uh, country, they will just print the money they need to do so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That seems, that seems like a lot of hoops to jump through, but I don't know. But we're talking about, yo, yo, th- that's the thing. You want to know why... You, I, I talked about this in, an, in in a prior episode. The it's so important to be able to sell to black people because black people spend their money, mm-hmm. unlike any other demographic in the entire country. If you have something we want, we will buy it from you. We won't. We won't even try to make it ourselves. We won't try to steal your shit. We will go to you and we'll be loyal about it. And yeah. we'll only go to you. Jordan's. And and so they want that. Yes. You know, if China, what? What? If China could produce a Jordan and get away with selling it in the American market, oh my God. They would do it so fast, it would blow your fucking mind. Dude, they would build 10 factories in three days just to make Jordan's. <laughs> Real talk. So it, it, it's one of those things where we got to think on a bigger level. You got to think on a bigger level. The Xi Jinping is a dictator. It's not like you need a bunch of people to want to enact. You just got to convince him. Yeah, And he mm-hmm. has a very different way of thinking than the average American, I promise you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I got you. I don't know. It's and just I'm not that, convincing you. I'm just saying in general. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that plan just seems hella wild. But then again, it's trying to do crazy things. So, you know. Does that seem hella wild? Look, I don't know how they're trying to take control <laughs> of America. I just know that they're trying to do it. I, but I do not know the specifics. But they're definitely trying for show. Not that it's that hard. It's not like it's it's not like people. Uh, uh, there's no like uh, national solidarity really, or um, strong core of values that is robust enough to resist sort of outside influence like that. So yeah, it would work for show just by flooding the market with like, <laughs> just by flooding with the market with something people think they need. 
and giving them the ability to purchase it. Oh, speaking of which, have you heard that um, uh, the U.S. government is now complaining about Huawei building backdoors into a lot of uh, existing things? Apparently, that's been a complaint of theirs since 2009. But now yeah. it's just coming out. No, 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 it's, no, it came out in 2009. I was fully aware of this because this came out prior to the Snowden revelation. Yeah. This is this whole idea that Chinese. Okay, in 2005, there was a big thing where Microsoft was about to lose all of its US contracts because they were manufacturing stuff in China. And so the Chinese were putting backdoors in on their end that were not part of the specs that Microsoft. So they just had hard backdoors into all mm-hmm. of these 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 pieces of, of hardware. And so because it was it's like a, like a software backdoor would go through your operating system. They were putting backdoors into the firmware. So like every packet would send hilarious. would send tw- the information twice, once to China, once to that's to its, its source and so funny. it was it was a situation where microsoft had to move its manufacturing from where it was and i think that's when they moved to taiwan or they moved a substantial or they had to move their their products that were produced for government contracts to a different country because of the subterfuge something like that Man. it was that was 15 years ago so don't Great quote me but do stupid things but bro. You know, we've always known that china has created electronics that are easy for them to manipulate <laughs> always that's so funny good luck britain so that's why i'm like yeah, exactly that's why when the uk is like oh we're gonna let Huawei build our 5G network. I was like, good luck. All right. And and which is why this is this is the basis for why I said that America will have to cut intelligence ties with Britain if they build their 5G network because it's That's almost impossible fair. to keep their entire intelligence network off Separate, of that 5G yeah. network. And so if that 5G network is compromised, their intelligence network's going to be flowing over compromised mm-hmm. wire. You know everything <laughs> that you know, I know too. Yeah. We friends like that, you know what I mean? That is slightly problematic, sir. <laughs> hey, man, operations security is for bitches. Yeah, but in and so I would that the question I asked before when I started talking about Bloomberg, um, Bloomberg's talking about reparations, and Tom Steyer's was talking about reparations. So I've been looking into the validity of Tom Steyer as a, as a, as a choice in the case that Bernie, but the thing is, is like, I just don't fundamentally believe that anyone works for a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, my, I don't think that any human is worth a billion dollars. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that anyone worked that hard. I don't believe that anyone made anything of that kind of value. (laughs) And it's not because I'm some nigga who has never made something of value. I've made things of value. That's not my point. My point is, is that billions of dollars of value do not exist from a single person's work. So why that single person has that billion dollars, I do not know. Now, they might have created an empire. And so if they're going to disseminate that billion dollars among their entire empire evenly, absolutely. But no, no one man should accumulate a billion dollars. No one man should have all that power. 
please don't ever quote Kanye. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's 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 okay, Kanye. That's Kanye before he made the most egregious of mistakes. So we'll let that ride. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but uh, definitely. And and see, that's what speaking of Kanye, that's it, it pisses me off so much that he went off and tried to take the moniker of free thinker because he was not free thinking. Free thinking is having a good reason why you do something unpopular. He, that's not what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel about my, my stance on voting. Listen, I'm, I'm not voting for dictators. I'm not voting for the lesser of evils. Those are choices that I choose to make. That's not me packing up and throwing away my ball. That's me not, that's me not playing a rigged game. One that especially doesn't actually matter. Benefit you in the end. I mean, in the end, it could possibly, if Bernie gets in, it would benefit me, but it does not matter. The black vote actually doesn't matter. He just wants to make sure that black people aren't voting for Trump. That's the real reason why he needs to go for the black vote is to make sure it doesn't turn out for Trump. And so as long as he could deny uh, Trump that vote and any ancillary votes he picks up on the side, good, great. That's awesome. That's in that's in that's in those individual people's best interest. They should vote for Bernie. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if they're gonna rob him of the nomination, you want me to vote for somebody who's no, no. That's that's free thinking. It's not allowing them to give you only one choice. Yeah, I have a hard time voting for anyone who doesn't have black people's interest in mind. No. You know what I mean? It's it's and Bernie has been been on that struggle of getting arrested since pictures were in black and white still. So, yeah. <laughs> so you feel me? Like, yes. Unfortunately, I, I don't see any other candidate with that kind of track record. Yeah, and so that's what I want to encourage people to do is think freely. Don't agree with me, but don't just think for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make an informed decision. Have, you know, and and... You don't have to have a good reason by my standard, but have a reason. You know what I mean? That's that's not based off of obvious lies. You know what I mean? Like I, I I don't have to think your answer is good, but don't don't base your thoughts off of things that are misconceptions, not fact based. Like you could have a set of facts that are true to you, that are true, that you choose to to base your choice off of, and that's cool. I'm not going to argue that as long as you're basing them on facts. Mm-hmm. But if you're making shit up and asking me to live inside of your delusion, go fuck yourself. Yep, 100%. Don't ask me to live in your delusion. You know what I mean? That's not fair to me and it ain't fair to you because all I'm doing is reinforcing your delusion and that hurts you. You know what I mean? That That's not helpful to you. I'm just going to stare at you with a blank face when people do that shit. Yeah, like, and, 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 and that's the worst because you don't. I don't know what to say to somebody when I know that they're doing that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm definitely not going to try to pull you out of your illusion no. and I'm for sure not going to join you in it. Mm-mm. So I just look at you like... I just look at you in a way that lets you know that I'm completely unconvinced by the bullshit that just came out of your mouth. But I'm not going to challenge you on it. I don't believe you. Yeah, I'm not going to challenge you (laughs) on it, but for sure I'm going to let you know I don't believe you. I don't know. Let's Let's hope that history plays out in a way that is at least livable. Because I can imagine Bernie getting shafted. Of course. They, I mean, they did it once before. They've been setting it up for a long time. Yeah, they did it before. And they're definitely trying for show. It's just that he's been persevering. But I'm just hoping that whatever happens, it lands in a way that I can live with it. 
because the way it's landing right now, I, mm, yo, let's go Bakayad. Yeah, I've been. My internet connection. Yeah, man. Yo, yeah, have good internet recently, yo, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. Me, I make money on runway for them mad people. Yeah, man. They want, they want chat foolishness. They just, they, they, they don't. It's just a, such a disingenuous place to be right now. Yeah. Like, and I go out to people and I and I hear them and I, man, at the library it was so rough because the people who are there are just simple people. They're simple people. They're nice people, and they 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 believe wholeheartedly in the things that they're told. <laughs> and it's that's like, problematic. Man, it's problematic. That's. When people know that's that you're it. like that, but they I will guess, lie to but, you. And, and, you know, this is something I, I, I tell myself all the time. I can't take for granted that we really are the minority. The most people are living in a good state. Like, the vast majority of, of the country is white, is upper middle, or, or middle class, I should say upper middle class, is middle class, is, you know, you know, maybe close to achieving that dream of getting a pension and, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, most of the country, I guess, does live on that track. Okay. It's just that the vast majority of us who don't live on that track are are forced off of it through no de- demerits of our own, not because we did anything to deserve not to get those things. And that's the unfucking fair part. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the part that I always feel like even when I'm ready to get complacent, it makes me get up and be like, nah. <laughs> I'm going to give them a little bit of hell before I go because these <laughs> niggas are really like they, there was no reason for them to make it this bad. There was no reason. We're billions of dollars in GDP, trillions of dollars in GDP, so much abundance and thriving going on, and these niggas choose to make it like this. But, yo. I'm badly. See, I'm glad. Like, like being with my girl, having a kid really, like, helped center me because I definitely was the kind of nigga who was like, I'm gonna just burn this shit down. <laughs> nah, because you know, honestly, n- no, 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 you built a great, robust corruption center. Good for you. It'll last ad infinitum. You have rigged the game, and you have made it so you will never. So I'm like, someone's got to burn this shit down. Someone's got to burn this shit down because otherwise, you will be a festering cancer on the world for the rest of this. And so I'm glad that I, I've, I've matured Mm-mm. in fatherhood. You know what I mean? I've, yeah, I've matured because Kendrick is tempering you a little bit. Absolutely, just because I have I, I I have something to live for. Because let me tell you, when I said I've been part of civil disobedience, I definitely was was I was not uh, uh, I was not one to shy away from getting into to public disturbances. Right. So <laughs> it's not it's not a it's it, it's not productive. It's, it doesn't, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's dangerous. It is dangerous. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I can understand and, um, why people get there. But healthcare it, is expensive. Boy, <laughs> is it? But, um, yeah, I forgot how I even got onto that little rant. But, um, <laughs> I think that means that it's time to wrap it up. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. It's about that time. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that you guys have been enjoying. Look forward to some of the new tidbits we're going to be putting out um, at the, uh, towards the end of the season. Um, definitely, if you guys have any feedback, hit me up. I mean, most of the people who, who, who listen at this point probably know me directly. So, if you have anything you want to say, please feel free to hit me up. There's the Twitter, yeah, at yeah, Home Heron. Yeah. Um, there's my email. 
I'm not going to give that out on the podcast if you have it, use it. <laughs> um, but definitely uh, touch base with me uh, through Twitter is really the best one. Um, yeah, show my man some love. He tweets from a computer like an old person. Bro, nah, <laughs> I, I can't. I See, the Twitter fingers is so real, I would never put Twitter on a mobile device. I mean, that's really smart because a lot of people have made some crazy mistakes doing that you feel me that's uh, yo, how you get caught up so my girl made a twitter just to just to you know promote me and and and, and like she's my only follower right now <laughs> i think it's her and some other rando person i mean to be fair but, um, i made a yo, twitter but she got like the twitter fingers ago. already yo that shit is i was like ah oh, see nah b <laughs> that shit is quick that's just faster than coronavirus hey man yo twitter fingers is more dangerous Spread than coronavirus yeah, real yeah. talk nigga that's how people get canceled in like less than a day, you know. What oh man? shit! Flying high and then forgot. Even though the I do be day. on Twitter talking spicy, yo. I be talking, <laughs> but you know what? I be talking spicy at like news anchors, like yo, Yamish, why you trying my man Bernie? Yo, yo, Sagar, what's what's really good, bro? Why you over here acting like you don't know that Trump is racist? Corporate tool. Yeah, yeah, I be, I be, I be definitely adding the uh, the news anchors. I'm pretty sure they ignore Sorry. me. Hashtag corporate. I'm pretty tools. sure everyone thinks I'm a bot account. That's hilarious. So I don't have my picture, but yeah. I'm you may sure just I'm use the logo as your picture. Yeah, it is. That's what okay. I'm saying, but I don't have, That's like, a, it's not a human picture. That's all you need. That's all you need. Who says you need to have a picture of I mean, you? my tweets are, are, my tweets have grammar and punctuation. So, that's, I mean, that's, that's got to be a real person, already. right? Yeah, that's that's a cut above. Bots yeah. don't use grammar. I mean, exactly. bots don't always use correct grammar. I've never seen a bot that can actually create, like, good human. Not Actually, I've never seen a bot that created syntax on the level that I would find acceptable. Mm. If, when a bot could write tweets and write like I can, my G. Ooh. I'm worried. Be careful what you wish for. You feel me? I'm pretty sure they're getting there. Be careful what you wish Writing for. is a lot easier than speaking. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Alright. Let's wrap that up. Alrighty people. Thanks for joining us. Always remember, time is only wasted. It's if you choose to waste it. Learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Peace. Take it easy.